0: plushcare.com slash weightloss.
1: You're about to hear an episode from The Imaginable Workplace, a podcast from Haraya Coaching and Puma Podcast that explains our relationship with work and how we can make our workplaces better for everyone. If you like it, share it with a friend who needs a little inspiration at work. And don't forget to follow The Imaginable Workplace on your podcast app for more.
2: Welcome to The Imaginable Workplace, where we explore how to make work better. I'm Carl Javier, CEO of Puma Podcast, an award-winning podcast production company that aims to spread the joy, power, and value there is in listening.
1: And I'm Jen Horn a certified transformational coach and culture practice lead at Haraya Coaching. Rooted in wholeness, Haraya supports individuals and teams by creating safe spaces for transformation. In this episode, we look at employee engagement, what it means in the Philippine context, and what leaders can begin to think about in order to enhance it.
2: One thing that we were thinking about when we were developing this episode was why do some people get really excited about going to work while others sort of dread coming to work? <laughs> I think a lot of us don't like going to work. Laluna in the time of offices and kailangan mo bumango at pumasok. Even now, for the benefit of our listeners, we're recording this on a Monday, <laughs> and I'm I'm still one of those people who gets up and goes, oh God, it's Monday. And here we go with another week. And so even though I'm pretty sure that people can tell that I enjoy my job, it doesn't make me immune from the feeling of, kailangan ko I po maso. come in. And I guess what more if you have problems with your boss or people you work with. then that's one of the questions that we always have is how do we become more engaged and as leaders, how do we make the workplace a better place for people to go?
1: So, what is yung employee engagement? According to Gallup, which is a global analytics and advice firm, sabi nila, employee engagement is a term that describes a psychological commitment to or ownership of one's work, team, and organization. We actually conducted a couple of anonymous employee interviews for this episode, and I found one interviewee's understanding of the term sort of interesting, no? So she's a leader working in a multinational company, and here's what she said.
3: I guess employee engagement means how much effort they consented to give to a company, and that's a very important thing to say. Like, how much investment of yourself are you willing to give for a company?
1: And that's when I brought her attention to her use of the word consent. (laughs) Yeah,
3: yeah, I don't know why I said consent, but I think that's important for an employee to show up or give effort in an intentional way. Not because they have to, but because... They want to
2: or you make them want to. I think it's in the last few years that the word consent has been a real part of conversations. And I think it's because for a long time, hindi masha dung embedded yung concept ng consent sa work. It's like this is your job and these are the things that you're supposed to do. I wonder Mm -hmm. if that signals like a shifting of the power balance. Na people can say no to work.
1: So, yeah, I remember our previous episode on work boundaries, where we talked to Ina Gakad, executive director of Luna's Collective. See, si Ina was really just talking about how we can set up boundaries of sorts or like just have a bit more consent into the amount of work that we're actually doing. And I guess more and more people now are just trying to find ways to just design their work better for themselves. deba.
2: I'm thinking about how these things need to be collaborative between the employer and the team member.
1: And to add to that understanding, in episode three of this podcast, we also spoke with Dr. Joy Tenkalieha. She's the executive director of Ateneo Center for Organization Research and Development, or CORD. I was reading about some of the research that Ateneo CORD conducted in 2014 around this, and they described employee engagement is having two dimensions. So one is job engagement and the second is organization engagement. So when you job engagement, it's going the extra mile and performing beyond what the job requires. So it means having dedication, passion, or enthusiasm in one's role and the sort of pride and commitment towards the job. Then the organization engagement naman, is the concern or commitment that you have with your organization. So, you know, being able to identify with your company's purpose and values. So, I wonder how is this making sense to you, Carl?
2: So, I want the concept that na we layer our connection natin with our quote-unquote job or work. Because mm-hmm. on one level, there's a role and then there's organizational mission. Yes. And it acknowledges sort of the complexity of organizations. And how you could actually be doing something like, I don't know, maybe you love writing social media posts, but maybe you don't actually resonate with what your company is doing. Right. Or on another level, you're working at a company that you believe in, but you're not in a role that truly feeds your talent.
1: Yeah. So now that we have a bit of a logical, conceptual understanding of the term employee engagement, Let's listen again to the anonymous leader we spoke to earlier to better understand what it feels like.
3: My current feeling of engagement with the company, my favorite thing about it is how much trust I am given to do the best in my role. With the nature of my role, it doesn't have clear-cut expectations or lists of things to do. And... To be able to be given the trust to mold that role in the way that I want to. And I guess that's where consent also comes in on like how much effort am I able to give based on the power that I have.
2: This is really interesting to me because one of the things that we've had to do as a startup is to make job descriptions. You kind of have a list of what are the things that kailangan ma-accomplish ng staffer na to. But also, sometimes, you figure out that that staffer is actually good at other things that are not encapsulated. And so, my favorite thing in terms of handing work off is I work with people to craft their JD.
1: Now, I really appreciate that, Carl. Kasi nga, tayo bumabalik sa consent, diba One thing that I also really heard in the course of my conversation with this anonymous leader is that there really was that job engagement she really found alignment and meaning in her role. She was able to develop her skills. She was learning and growing in the process. She was developing other people or leading other people. And then there was also the organizational pride. She saw her values aligning with the purpose and values of the organization as well. That really also aligns with some of the Ateneo-Cord research around how organization and job fit cultivates engagement of Filipino workers. At this point, how might we actually find out what employees or team members are actually feeling about their job and the organization?
2: We talked about this also in our previous episode on mental health, where simple lang naman to figure out how people feel and it's to ask how are you? Kumusta ka?
1: Let's hear more about this from our interview with the president of PMAP or the People Management Association of the Philippines is the country's premier organization of HR professionals and people managers.
0: I am Beth Nasol, and uh, I've been an HR practitioner for uh, 40 years. And currently, I work with Energy Development Corporation as the head of HR. I think HR today really needs to look into data. What do their data tell them? Because that's the one that will actually help you develop a unique intervention that will adapt to the experience of your employees. You need to observe what's happening around you, and then you try to find ways of how to create. And when you create, you try to iterate, right? You try to improve. It's a continuous improvement.
1: One way that organizations can do that is by doing periodic organizational culture or values alignment checks or surveys. And Dr. Joy Tenkalieha, in the book Filipino Leadership, cites that it can serve as a jump-off point for initiatives that check the continued relevance of organizational values. And it can strengthen the alignment between the organizational values and the values of each individual employee.
2: What this quote basically says is that we need to have instruments so that we can check in on our teams and hear from them and hear where they are in terms of connecting with the values. So connected to this, let's listen to Beth Nasol talk about how we can be better listeners to our teams.
0: How do you listen? Because it's hard to listen, right? how do you ask the right questions because if you're in operation, they are very instructive tayo no pag kunya naman 'yung tao, parin oh, de ganito 'yung gawin mo kasi ito na experience natin. Pero ngayon, you're really very conscious about how to ask the questions to encourage the conversation. nakikita ko, na things that are happening in HR and therefore it's important to continue conversations. We have to allow people to share their thoughts.
1: More than being able to ask the meaningful questions, it's also having that sort of presence and just like that genuine curiosity to really listen and not come from a place of assuming you know what they're going to say or assuming you know what's right for the other person or assuming you know their particular context. And I think that's where the power, joy and value of listening really is. If you have the resources for it, one way that Beth and her team also listen to their employees' voices is by doing kamustahan surveys. In the interview we did with her, she shared how they generally got good feedback, except for 3% who gave a poor rating. So 3%, diba? that seems like a very low percentage, but Beth actually felt it was worth their attention. Mm-hmm.
0: There was one person who questioned us and told us, but that's only 3%. No, That's only 3% of our entire population. Only niyan versus 3% of 1,500. Sabi ko, kahit yan, that's a slice. It tells you something, di ba? Kahit na 3%, it tells you something. But the others are not really sharing their thoughts, but this is an indicator. Regardless, yung 1%, 2%, or whatever, no? Pag may isang nagsabi ng ganito, asahan mo, may isang brave soul nagsabi, eto feeling ko. And that is something you have to focus on. Leaders should really be attuned to what employees are saying. And leaders should provide that opportunity for them to have a safe space for boys.
4: If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers.
2: Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. So we were fortunate enough to have you know, an opportunity to work with Haraya. And part of the start of that work was a deep dive process in getting the sentiments of the team. So they mm-hmm. talked to the team, they did interviews, and they were able to assess where we were. And by extension, how we could grow and transform into the organization that we aspired to be.
1: Oh, <laughs> I think one appreciation that I have also is just how open you all were to the process. Kasi importante na, you know, we came in to help you. But I think without the leadership team also being so keen to act on what it is that we found, dun din nanggagaling yung engagement or satisfaction because what matters is really the follow-through because if you're have engagement survey then you don't have any action especially the employee
2: and so as part of that and, and I'm sure that this is one of the things that a lot of us are dealing with now is the transition to face-to-face mixed whatever setup it is and Beth shared how they're managing this by listening to their people
0: the people because of the pandemic they don't want to go to work anymore but actually, they want to go to the office because they want to connect. So they want to collaborate. They want to do social interaction. They miss the water breaks. They miss the coffee breaks. You know, ba sa pantry? They miss that. Eh? And that's something that we want to bring back. No? But when they want to do their individual work, they want to work from home.
1: So Beth and her team decided to experiment with this curated face-to-face interaction yeah. They don't have to go to the office every day, but you go a certain number of times just to satisfy that need for connection.
2: Our experience with this is very similar to what they were looking at, where people wanted to have connection. But we also need to factor in that some people are more productive when they don't have to go to the office. And so every organization will have different needs depending on the kind of work that they do and depending on the way that the teams are structured. But You can only work better if you're listening to each of those team members. And then once you gather all that data, then you find what a potential solution is for the company. So, andami na na natinapagosapun so far, right?
1: Dami nga. Medyo Mm -hmm.
2: intense na. We're gonna go on a break and then we'll listen to one employee's experience of being overengaged and how that's not always a good thing.
1: Do you need support in understanding what your team's experience is really like? Haraya Coaching's leadership and culture building programs start with our deep dives. It's our data gathering process to help you better understand where your organization is currently at so you can become aware of what needs your attention and how you can be more intentional about where you go next. Connect with us via harayacoaching.com for a free coaching consultation so that together we can create your imaginable workplace.
2: Based on our conversation so far, we've established that engagement is a good thing and we want to work so that we can engage our teams more effectively. Can we ever go overboard with engagement? So, We had an interesting conversation with an employee who thinks she's over-engaged. Let's listen to that here.
5: I work for a very old and very large institution that's doing the kind of work I've been wanting to do my entire career. I started almost a year ago, so like 11 months-ish, and in many ways, this is my dream job. I do feel engaged. I do feel motivated. I do feel proactive. But yeah, so I guess like there just really comes a point where you have to ask yourself how much it matters that your work is meaningful versus having to take care of yourself and your health and how much of yourself you're willing to sacrifice to be able to do the work that you've been wanting to do your whole life. I'd say that I'm almost too engaged. Like the working conditions force you to be over engaged (laughs) um aka overwork so it's a kind of organization that can't say no to incoming work so work will just keep on coming in and then they will pass it down to the team no matter how overloaded the team already is we just have to do it you can't not be engaged or else you would be chewed out (laughs) So it looks like, at least in my case, just because an employee is engaged doesn't mean that they're satisfied with their work.
2: From what our anonymous employee has shared, I can understand being connected, getting to do the work that you are passionate about, but sometimes your default engagement can be taken advantage of. You don't know when to stop, and the company also doesn't know well enough to stop you. Yeah, and I think this person's story is captured by a finding from Gallup's State of the Global Workplace 2022 report. So it says that employees who are engaged at work but not thriving have a 61% higher likelihood of ongoing burnout than those who are engaged and thriving, end quote. Thriving here means that their well-being is being taken care of. This goes to show that engagement has to go hand-in-hand hand with well-being.
1: I guess it's interesting also because when we were talking to this person, I had come into the conversation thinking that engagement equals satisfaction, right? You would think that if an employee is engaged, they're satisfied with their work. Um, and clearly here, Nisha's satisfied. And I guess I feel like this is kind of you know the, the levels by which we looked at mental health in our episode with Jen Garcia of Zwillig Pharma, right? And he talked about it's not very helpful to just come in with the level three initiatives for mental health of having yoga or meditation at work without first beginning at level one, where it's really about designing jobs in a more humane way, right? And, and actually fostering a culture that allows for that thriving.
2: So, what's challenging but also exciting to me is the new ones at this point in the episode of the concept of engagement. So, let's listen to our anonymous leader talk about what makes her engage so we can learn more.
3: I think that's the natural magic. Of care, that if you feel like you are being taken care of, you feel like it's also just natural for you to care about the work that you do. I think it's because it really helps that I've been on the other side of things, that maybe when I felt like I needed care and support the most, I feel like I didn't receive it from the leaders that I was looking up to but instead I got that care from from colleagues and I think that's what I appreciated about my old workplace how it was just so natural the care that we offered for each other and how we felt that we had each other's backs and I think that's what made us work so well that someone would be busy working on something and they would see someone struggling on a particular thing and how natural it would be for them to just like oh do you need any help how can i support you with that and care doesn't necessarily mean being overly nice or like being overly accommodating that no work is getting done because part of care is not just looking out for a person's well-being but also looking out for the work that they do and looking out for their growth As well. And that's the belief that I kind of want to keep continuing as a leader.
1: So, what are your reflections or takeaways from this episode, Carl?
2: One, you know, a job is a job, but a job doesn't have to be just a job. Jobs are opportunities to give people meaningful work. And so engagement is rooted in that idea of us seeing these not just as job descriptions and kailangan meron ng gagawa nito, but we have to see it on the other side that everyone that we work with is looking for meaning in their lives. The next is, you know, engagement isn't on and off. I say that's how I came into the conversation is someone is engaged or they are not engaged. And there are levels to their Engagement. And apart from the levels of engagement, Hinespa, that we were able to identify it. Engagement with their role, engagement with the organization, and then later on, Jung, engaged and thriving pa. Number three, incorporating consent and the idea of collaboration into sort of everything that we do. So as we try to build engagement and make work meaningful, I think one of the things that we need to do We at Puma Podcast as an organization is continue to, one, ask people, create spaces for them to communicate with us, and then to allow them to collaborate, to contribute, to build out the roles with us.
1: And I guess what matters is that we begin to start thinking about where we are again, so we can meaningfully take the next steps forward. As we end this episode, we just like to invite our listeners to maybe reflect on some of these questions. What does it mean for you and your team to be engaged in and thrive at work? What conversations are currently going on or not going on around this in your workplace? And what needs to shift?
2: I'm Carl Javier.
1: And I'm Jen Horn. Thank you for listening to The Imaginable Workplace. This podcast is brought to you by Haraya Coaching, a company rooted in wholeness that supports individuals and teams by creating safe spaces for transformation.
2: In partnership with Puma Podcast, an award-winning podcast production company that aims to spread the joy, power, and value there is in listening. This episode was produced by Macy Hoven and edited by Mark Casilian.
1: If you enjoyed this podcast, then we're sure you know someone else who'd also want to improve their workplace. So please share this with a colleague or friend and follow this show on your podcast app, for more stories, data, and insights on creating your imaginable workplace.
0: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer.